This is the Real Pussy Podcast. We're gonna talk about some movies today. And while we're at it, bring some more drinks my way. Come on, join your host, Devin and Ashley. Things about to get real boozy. This is the Real Boozy Podcast. I'm Devin. And I'm Ashley. And this week we are talking about Renfield and... The Pope's Exorcist. Yes. Mm -hmm. So which one are we starting with? The Pope's Exorcist. Okay, kick us off. I hated it. Now let me first say I walked in a little bit late, like right when the movie had started, okay? And um, nobody was in the theater. Not one soul. And I, you know, when it comes to like a demon movie, I don't prefer to watch it alone. I really don't prefer to watch it with nobody there, especially the sounds. But the reason I really didn't like it, I think one of the big, well, I think the whole thing was trash, to be honest. But the biggest thing was the dialogue for Mm -hmm. me. I was like, there is way too much dialogue going on i didn't like the dialogue there was a, i know that with like demonic movies there's a lot of sexual references but there was a weird amount of sexual references with the child and the parent and the child and the pope and yes it was again like i know that's in those movies but i felt like it was a lot mm-hmm. and it was weird like the the things they chose to say felt strange mm-hmm. and not necessarily even like ew like that i can't believe that you know it just felt what right yeah, no, I, I also hated the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I would say hated the movie. But I would I, never see it again. I wouldn't see it again. Um, I may see a sequel, though, because I thought the end kind of set up something interesting, how they're going to start traveling around and mm-hmm. finding these other demons. Mm-hmm. But then I was also like, that's going to be the same movie. It would literally yeah. be the same movie every no, I, single time. No, I wouldn't time. see it. I, literally, I almost left during the movie. Really? That bad? Mm-hmm. I didn't almost leave. I did. I it wasn't a little... like a 65 scenario. Well, because I'm, you know, I'm a very, I'm very against having your phone in the theater, but I literally was on my phone the entire time while I was watching the movie mm-hmm. because nobody was in the theater. So I wasn't bothering anybody. And I was like, this is boring. Like I was still watching it, but I was like, this is, mm-mm. yeah, no, like when I was talking about the dialogue, like when the child that was possessed, I don't remember any of their names. I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. But when the child that was possessed, well, the original, the kid, the boy, um, when he was, like, grabbing the mom's boob, and she was like, what are you doing? Whatever. And he was like, you didn't breastfeed me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. hungry for tit or yep. something. It was so weird. I was like, huh? Like, that's not even, I don't even think a demon would say that. Like, yeah. that's, that was some bad writing. Yeah. That really took me aback. And not in like a, ew, that's so creepy. I was like, huh? Like, I was... <laughs> What? Yep. I was, like, looking around. No one else was in the theater. Like, did everybody hear that? Like, mm-hmm. what is going on? And then when he's talking to the Pope and he was like, I'm going to I'm gonna fuck you. And when you yeah. ejaculate, you're going to be so guilty because he was a child, I guess. I was like, huh? Yep. Like, what is going on? I know. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it felt so specific and, mm-hmm. like, so, like, long sentence. Like, I felt like exactly what I said. I know it wasn't quoted, but... 
I felt like that's how it came. Like, it just was like these long sentences and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I felt like, yeah, there was action, but there wasn't as much action. It was mostly like the kid in the bed talking. Yep. It did feel like, I I was thinking about that earlier today. It felt like the movie was trying to be this big, grand, world-building movie, but it was doing it on such a small scale, I couldn't buy into it. There was it. like three sets in Exactly. The movie. There were three sets the entire movie. <laughs> the bedroom, the bedroom he was in. And the church. And the, in the church, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was it was ridiculously small. And at the end, they're trying to set up this, you know, this scenario where the Pope and I forget the second priest that was with him. Yeah, I don't know. The Pope's exorcist and whoever the other guy was are going to travel the world and find like 199 other demons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, first of all, they're not making it long enough to be able to fight 199 demons like that's mm-hmm. just unrealistic and then we haven't seen the rest of the world like i i don't i don't understand the world that we're in when the entire movie was confined to a bedroom well and then their backstories were weird like oh you have this new pope who was just fucking somebody or hooking up with this girl because he he didn't want to give up his popistry whatever mm-hmm. But he also didn't want to stop having sex. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, so you have that that backstory, which didn't feel as bad of a story as they were trying to make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I know you're not supposed to do that, but I wasn't like, oh my god, he's a terrible put. Like, I just right. it didn't give that like feeling. I think they were attempting, and then like the other pope's backstory where. I forget if his wife, his wife, or or just a random girl. I don't even I know don't, if they were together or not. I don't like know. I thought, yeah. But when she like was not possessed, mm-hmm. just mentally she ill, she was just mentally ill, and then killed herself, and then he felt guilt. Like it didn't even relate. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I just felt like that was weird. And then you have this like, do they even say if the dad wasn't in the family for the that family that was being possessed? I don't know what happened to the dad. Yeah, I I just felt like it was just all over the place, and like then they were so shocked he was possessed when the popes came in, and I'm like, really? Because, I mean, he looks like he got beat the fuck up, too. <laughs> like, let's not forget that. And Yeah, yeah. And then it was, like, the writing on the skin was weird. Like, there's no God mm-hmm. here. Like, it was just weird shit. And then, like, I don't know if this is, like, groundbreaking. Maybe it's not. But, like, I didn't realize, like, demons can possess, like, four people at one time and just body hop. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't know. If... I don't know if I've ever seen that in a movie. I don't either. And I didn't think it was, like, great to add. Like, it mm-hmm. was new, but it wasn't interesting enough. Mm-hmm. But it did make me be like, okay, how are they going to fight this demon that's literally in the Pope, who's doing the exorcist, in the girl, the child, and in the boy child? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't know. It was it was just kind of weird and not in a good way. Yeah. I just, I felt like I could literally talk about this about 10 minutes and be yeah. done. Like, there's not much more to add. Yeah, I will say, I think Evil Dead, I don't know if it was in a previous Evil Dead film, but at least Evil Dead Rise, they beat Pope's Exorcist of the Punch, I think, with multiple possessions. Yes. yeah. Um, with that said, though, again, this movie, I, I don't think the Pope's Exorcist was qualified for the mission they were trying to send him on. Mm-mm. Like, he went to help this little boy who was possessed. Is that and- the, like, young Pope? Oh well, him too. He really but, wasn't. Ready. But Russell Crowe, the the older actor, he, you know, he went to go help this little boy who was possessed, and in turn became possessed. Became possessed. So it's like if your first 
trial run here of capturing these 200 demons was you became possessed and almost died had it not been for the younger pope. Why then would the Vatican choose to send you to capture 199 he, other demons? Well, but he chose to be possessed. He did choose to be possessed. So he was trying to get out of the boy he couldn't, so he chose to let it in him. But then that was a weird thing too. I didn't miss I did miss that little part of the beginning. Mm-hmm. But like it was obvious that the boy was nothing to the story and it was all about the pope. Mm-hmm. But maybe I missed how there was a connection to the pope with no. the demon. No. So they didn't like it wasn't like he did an exorcism before and like the demon got away or something and it's coming after him. I don't believe so. Okay, because it's like the demon knew the Pope, and mm-hmm. it looks like the demon is going specifically over the Pope. I guess maybe it was just because he's a Pope, but it sounded more personal than that. Well, I know there was a sentence where they mentioned that a demon's like ultimate goal or something, or or what better way to show a, a power the demon's power than to infiltrate the church. Right. So I don't know if that was the connection. But again, but it felt extra even then, personal right. to the story. So yeah, I, I don't think they mentioned anything. I missed something. I was thinking it was like, oh, I missed that little part of the exorcism because I heard the freaking noises walking in, mm-hmm. but I missed on the screen. So I was like, whatever they did in the very, very beginning before the boy. But I was just like, maybe that's where they had a connection or something. So you didn't see the pig? No. Okay, so the beginning of the movie is the Pope's exorcist, Russell Mm Crowe, goes and he is helping another person who's possessed, um, probably middle, not middle-aged man, but younger man, probably 20s, 30s, something like that. And he tricks the demon into possessing a pig. He's like, oh, you're so powerful. I bet you can't possess that pig. And the demon's like, oh, I can possess that pig. (laughs) And so he's like, oh, well, show me you can possess that pig. And so then the demon transfers its energy out of the possessed person into the pig. And once it hits the pig, Russell Crowe has somebody shoot the pig. And that's how he kills the demon. And I'm like, does it work like that? I didn't think it would work. Well, especially not if they can body hop. We'd hop back in somewhere else. Yeah. I thought you didn't put some holy water on it or something. No. I'm glad I missed it. Yeah. Because I was also like, are the demons really that gullible? Right. So, hold on. Okay. (laughs) So, what was the whole point of having that at the beginning? Just to show that the demons can body hop? I think it was just to introduce us to the Pope's exorcist. Because then... Like, so the body hopping wasn't a surprise. Mm Mm-mm. See, I thought that was kind of cool that it was a surprise. So now I really don't like it. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm glad I missed the first part. I would have been so disappointed again. Like, mm-hmm. extra disappointed. This is a zero out of ten for me. You also mm-hmm. would not have enjoyed the first part of the movie because it was not in English. It was all subtitles in they Latin. They had some of that. They had some of that in the beginning, too. Yeah, this was the whole scene, though. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that that's okay. And I can do that for part of the movie. I just don't watch, like... I don't watch, you know, movies or different languages because I can't. The lips bother me. It's the mm-hmm. lip thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't sit at home and watch subtitles on my screen. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they did have a little bit of that in the beginning, like mm-hmm. when they were talking in Latin or something. But, no, I just I just wasn't feeling this one. I think this is probably one of the worst movies I've seen since we've done the podcast. Anyway. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's it's one of the worst for sure. It's definitely top three i also didn't even like see a trailer for this ever like 
I saw it and I asked you if you wanted to do this one because I saw it on AMC's list. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even see like a trailer for it in the theater or anything. I vaguely remember seeing a trailer, but I don't remember anything standing out from that trailer. Yeah, no, like I, I mean, and I literally went to see it and there was like one showing. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to see this before the podcast. We moved the podcast and it made it work for me. But like there was one showing to see it and it was in Westchester. So I drove all the way to Westchester to go. Mm-hmm. But no, I really didn't like this one. Other two this week. I prefer the other. Yeah, this is definitely the weakest film. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what what would you rate it? One to Zero. ten. Zero. Well, one, I guess, if it's a one to ten. Yeah, one. Okay. I, I can't tell you a positive from this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything that I actually liked from the movie. Is there something that you liked from the movie? I enjoyed Russell Crowe's performance. Really? I didn't. Yeah, I, I enjoyed Russell Crowe, but seemed very dramatic that was really it. Like not... So dramatic, yeah. right? It was like I mean, comically it's a dramatic, dramatic. Yeah, I know it's a dramatic movie, but like it was extra dramatic mm-hmm. and I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm a Debbie Downer this week. I don't like the movie. Yeah. Wasn't my thing. I I would give this one a... Mm, I'm trying to remember what I gave 65. I think I gave 65 a 1. So I would give this one like a 2.5. Really? I think it was way worse than 65. Mm-mm. At least 65 had a interest. I thought an interesting storyline. This just felt like I mean, there's so many Exorcist movies out there, and this one was like one of the worst ones I've ever seen. And they have some good ones, and this mm-hmm. was not a good one. Like I love scary stuff, and this was terrible. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like the demon shouting was a little creepy, I guess you know, but like, I think the creepiest part of that film was me watching it alone by myself in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like that gave me a bad vibe, but. Mm-hmm. No, the movie itself, like, was so boring. Yeah. And there really wasn't I, even that much action. Again, the kid's, like, in the bed most of the time. Right. Yeah. Like, he probably got bed sores from sitting there so long. That's where the wounds were coming from, not the yep. demon. Mm-hmm. It was the bed sores. Mm-hmm. No, it, it wasn't a good film at all. And now, just sitting here thinking about the body hopping, it really doesn't make sense. Because one demon at one point was occupying, like, two or three people. And I it's know. like... That doesn't work. Like, yeah, it's just not like an evil. You're talking about Evil Dead and how like it possesses a lot of people, but even with Evil Dead, that felt more like a virus, mm-hmm. you know, like than like I know it was demonic, but it felt more like a virus than like a demon, right? Because they didn't even introduce it as like a specific demon in that right. film. It was just the Book of the Dead introducing. Right. So it may spirits. not even be like a demon, demon right. that we think of. Mm-hmm. So I think the Evil Dead just it felt like a different type of. Um, body hopping because it didn't feel like a demon was possessing. It felt like it was almost like um, an infection, more like a zombie kind of film compared to, you know, we know it's something evil and we know it's dead, mm-hmm. you know, but like we don't have a lot of context, but hopefully we'll get some because I think they're making sequels and we also didn't watch the originals. That might have helped. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one just, there's nothing I can say for it. It just was terrible. Yeah. Don't go see it. it. Well, maybe go see it just for the experience, but you don't, don't expect to walk out satisfied <laughs> after seeing this film. Don't don't pay for the movie. See it when it's on the streaming site for free and then make your decision. Right. Yep. Or go to a anyway. friend's. Go to a friend's for movie night. You can't see it anyway because there's like one showing and I think it's gone. I think like mm-hmm. literally I think Friday was the last showing or Thursday. Thursday or Friday I think was the last showing with Pope's Exorcist. It's probably for the here. best though. It's very for the best. Yeah. 
Let's let's go into something better though and talk about our second movie. So this second movie, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I have mixed feelings. I so the second movie we're talking about this week is Renfield, mm-hmm. and I thought this was a fun film. It was a fun film. I don't know if I would think it's a good film, like a like it's not like it was more. It almost seemed more like a comedy, you know, than a horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Nicolas Cage thing just kind of like throws me off, you know, like him as Dracula is just. I loved Nicolas Cage as Dracula. It was definitely a com. I would put this as a comedy film, yeah. and I think I wouldn't think it was more like a thriller horror with some funny parts, but it was more of a comedy. Mm-hmm. But no, I like this one a lot better than the other one. Um, I don't know the guy's name, but I love that main character guy. I loved him in Warm Bodies, and I love him in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I just really like that actor. And I thought they, like, had a lot of funny parts. So, even though people in the theater were laughing, and I enjoyed that we had some comedy, you know, things in there. Um, but there's just, there was a lot going on. You mm-hmm. know, we got the drug lords, we got, we got the circle of, you know, addicts, we got... Or, Oh, yeah, yeah. They were addicts. Yeah, they were, like, addicted to toxic things. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then you have the whole, like, Dracula part. So, I mean, I I did like it, but it wasn't my favorite, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, my favorite this week, 100%. But I don't know if I'd see it again, maybe in, like, 10 years or something. But, I mean, I didn't mind seeing it. I watched, I stayed. I wasn't planning on leaving for that theater, so, or that, that movie. But it was okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd go see it again, and I would also see a sequel. I want ten movies with Nicolas Cage as Dracula. No. I thought he was so funny. It was funny. It was funny. Um, But I don't think I like Nicolas Cage. I know he's a big actor, but I just there's something about him that I just don't like. Really? Yeah, I think the only movie I really liked him in was, ooh, where he's like a skull or a skeleton. He has like the fire... Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah. I liked that movie a lot, but I just don't think I like Nicolas Cage movies so much. Mm, interesting. And okay. my mom said the same thing. She's like, I don't really like his... His movies aren't aren't normally good. Hmm. Yeah, I know okay. he's a big actor, but I think it... Like, I think the acting when he's serious just feels overdone. Maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels like whenever I watch it, I don't know if I believe he's being... Like, I, I feel like I could see it's acting. But I know he's a big actor. He knew a better job than me. I just, that's my take on him. But I did enjoy him more in this film because it's a comedy. Maybe he should stick to comedies and start doing those instead of, like, the serious ones. Mm-hmm. And see how those go. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed him in this film. Like, I thought every line he delivered was just hilarious. I thought mm-hmm. his acting was just over the top in the best way. I thought his facial expressions were good. Yes. That yes. was, that was, I think... And the delivery of the lines. Mm-hmm. Um, that added, like when he goes to, uh, was it, how do you say his name? Renfield. Renfield's apartment. And um, his welcome mat said, come in. So he was able to get in. That was funny. But when he's like trying, when Renfield's trying to like, you know, get one over on him and he's like, hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like some of the way he delivered those lines, they were really funny. So mm-hmm. I liked that scene a lot. Yeah. Um, some of the, the cop was funny. Oh, Aquafina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's always funny. Yeah. But that was, she was funny. I thought it was weird that all of the cops were in with the drug family. I thought that was I a little, know. That was I was like, much. oh my gosh. Well, I mean, she basically said it. But like, it just felt like 
you're not going to call your sister and tell her, Mm -hmm. you know? But I don't think it was supposed to be taken that seriously. So that's just me. Mm -hmm. But I I did like the movie. Yeah. Which the twist with having all the cops be on the payroll of, I forget the crime family's name. um, That was kind of ruined for me early on. Yeah. So I saw that coming. Yeah, because she straight up said it. She right. was like, I don't know how many people are right. you are on the payroll. Yeah. <laughs> like, Because, like, literally, gave it away. she kept arresting this guy, and he just kept walking out same day. Yep. And it's like, he literally ran his car at you, you know, and then tried and to... Confessed. And confessed, you know. But he walked out. And it's because everyone was on the payroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I felt like... They could have done better with that. But again, I don't know if they're really, like, banking on that part of the movie. I think that was just kind of, like, added to move the plot along. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But I did like it. I liked the um, fight scene at the end mm-hmm. with Dracula. That was interesting. The Dracula's blood thing. Was, I, and, and the bug thing was interesting, too. And I feel like they explained it, but not super well. So, I'm like, I still yeah. want a better reason for the bug thing. But, you know. Because at first I thought it was, like, Dracula's bugs that he gave him or like ones mm-hmm. that had his blood or something in it mm-hmm. then i realized it was literally any book mm-hmm. so but no there was definitely some good action some comedy um a hint of romance mm-hmm. not much and like just an overall it has a lot of different parts of the film so i feel like it's a good one for most people because most people can get something out of it mm-hmm so I, I think I'd give this one like a six or a seven. It wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't the worst. I'd give it a seven. Yeah. I'd give it a seven, and I would mm-hmm. see a sequel with Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd see a sequel or not. I, I need more Nicolas Cage Dracula. Maybe a prequel. A prequel? Yeah. I'm down for a prequel. Maybe a prequel to get more information on Renfield's family that he abandoned. Mm-hmm. And their good and bad times mm-hmm. you know i don't know yeah because if there's a sequel they chopped him up they so ch- i guess he could yeah. come back if he wanted to i don't know take him a yeah, while. i don't know how that works I, don't know. I also have you ever heard of dracula referred to as a demon before because this film referred to dracula as a demon I don't think I've heard that specifically, but I, I've heard vampires being yeah um, referred to as demon. I never took it as like a real demon, though, more just like evil mm-hmm. as like a comparison. But yeah, I mean that, I don't know. I never really thought about it. Yeah, because they brought the church in and mm-hmm. referred to him as a demon. And that's when we were introduced to that like circle or right. salt or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, there's definitely some, they were bringing, they were kind of mixing two cultures together there. Mm-hmm. You know who they should have called? The Pope's Exorcist. Mm, could have mixed the two in. Could have. Might have made it better. Maybe that's the sequel. Maybe. The Pope's Exorcist meets Renfield. Okay, but let's talk about the new vampire movie that I really, really, really want to see, and I don't know what it's called. But they're on the boat. Okay. New vampire movie on saw, a boat. I saw the trailer. You didn't see the trailer for it? No. Oh, my gosh. It looks so good. Vampire movie on a boat. On a boat. I'm trying to guess the name here. I don't know what the name is, but... Um, I can look it up, but I'm, I'm telling you, it looks so good. It's basically these people are on a boat and they figure out like all their livestock has been killed and they start realizing that they're being fed on at night. And this is a traditional looking vampire. Okay. Like this is like the pointy ears, like bat wings, creepy. It's going to be like a scary movie, but it looks so good. And they're trapped in the middle of the ocean with this vampire on the boat. 
Huh. I'm looking it up right now. Vampire boat movie. Vampire breast lift. What is that? <laughs> we gotta find that out. What is that? Who knows? Okay, the last voyage. Uh, oh, the last voyage of the Demeter. That's what it's called. Mm. I don't love the title, but it I don't looks either. good. And it's based on a chapter in Bram Stoker's vampire classic. Yeah, I don't, they didn't say what the book was, but looks good. When's it come out? Let's Google. The last voyage of the demeanor. Let's see. It is um, Horror Supernatural. Okay, it's rated R, and it's coming out August 11, 2023. Okay. Oh, it's Dracula. Dracula's unholy presence dooms the crew of the merchant ship Demeter as it sails from Carpathia to London. The boat's going to London. Yep, it's yep. going to London. Going to London, Dracula's yep. aboard. It's by Universal Pictures. Chaos ensues. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a dog on the boat named Huckleberry. Oh. I think he dies, but mm -hmm. I may be wrong. And there's a child. And this kind of gives you a glimpse, um, Devin, of what the vampire looks like. Oh, wow. But it's Dracula, but traditional. Mm -hmm. And he definitely has wings. Okay? okay. Because the wings were, he was walking with the wings like a bat. Oh. Chasing after people. Creepy. Yeah. Okay. It's going it's, to, I think it's going to be a good one. And it's given like 1800, 1900 vibe. Okay. So I think it's in the past. Mm -hmm. well, hopefully Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula. I don't think he is. And I think that's good for this movie. He can't play a serious vampire. He has to play a fake, like a, a comedic vampire. I think he could pull it off. No. Mm-mm. I mean, he's done so many movies. National Treasure. Yeah, but he just did a vampire movie and he was a comedic vampire. I don't want to yeah. see him as a serious vampire in the next year, in the next few months. Mm. I don't know. I didn't recognize any actors in it, but it looks good. Okay. So that is one to look out for. I just saw it for the first time when I was looking at watching uh, Renfield, I think. Okay. So it looks good. It's our next one. Not our next one. I mean, not our... It's the, our first one in August. We're yeah, doing yeah. it. <laughs> Unless we're going on vacation until August. Mm -hmm. But no, it looks okay. Yeah. I'll have to see a trailer. You'll have to look at the trailer and yeah. watch it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this week, I think we both agree Renfield is the better definitely, movie. Definitely. Not Hope's even a Exorcist, question. It Trash. joins top three worst films of the year. Yeah. It was bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... What drink did you have this week? So, I had eight last night at Jimmy B's. It's like a local sports bar that has live music and drinks and food. Kind of like a townie bar, but it's pretty big, actually. And they have a little patio section, too. Um, and they do have karaoke on Thursdays. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, and I think they have, like, they probably have, like, bingo, too, or something. But I went there last night with my friends, and I had two blue gummy bear shots not sure what's in it, but gummy bears are always good when you order those. I had a tequila shot. That one was rough. It was, was well. It, well, yeah. Well tequila. Yeah. Not good. I also had uh, a lemon drop. That was rough. Now, the waitress messed up, so she paid for that shot. So, I don't know if they just gave us something different, but it was rough. 
What the, how do you mess up a lemon drop? She didn't. She she messed up our order, so she paid for her oh, shots okay. for us. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, which was nicer because it's all she paid out of her own money. And I was like, oh, wow. Wow, thanks. But it tasted like shit. So mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on there. That was that was bad. And lemon drops aren't normally that bad. And even my friend who loves lemon drops, she's like, what is this? Like, it was so gross. So maybe not that one. And then... um. What else did we have? Oh, we had a cherry bomb shot. Okay. okay. And then I had um, a Long Island, a Dirty Shirley, and something called Bong Dirty Water. Bong Dirty Water. Or maybe it's Bong Water. I can't remember. Bong Water? Bong Water or Bong Dirty Water. I feel like it was the Dirty Water, which sounds extra, but maybe mm-hmm. that's our local thing. But I'll talk about that one. I have no idea what's in it, but it was good. Okay. So... Um, what color was it? It was like a green. So I wonder green, if it's brown. I wonder if it's similar to Kentucky Pond water. Like I wonder if those probably. are the same. Probably, drinks. it was really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. I had asked the server, I said, "What should I get? You know, what's like a sweet drink that's really good?" And she was like, "Dirty bong water." I'm pretty sure it's dirty bong water. Did I say bong dirty water? Yeah. Okay. I think that's why. Yeah. It's. Dirty bong water. I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. You know, if you say any th- any of those words together, they'll know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have a bong drink? You know, dirty bong, bong water, dirty bong water. They'll figure out what you mean. Yeah. But it was really, really good. It okay. didn't look very good. It was kind of gross looking and it was delicious. Now, was this ordered before or after the lemon drop? This was ordered last. So Ooh. out of all eight drinks... But it was, like, really good, though. It was really okay. sweet. Okay? I would have been nervous after having a bad lemon drop, and then you bring out something that looks all kind of <laughs> cloudy and yeah. funky looking. Well, everything else tasted good because we did a gummy bear shot, then the lemon drop. So lemon drop was number two of the night okay. and out of eight. Okay. And it was, it got, I mean, after the then we had tequila, and that was, but after the tequila one, it was fine. Anyway, okay. They're pretty good at making sweet drinks. But maybe their lemon drop just wasn't very lemony that day, you know? Maybe they, they didn't need poured a little too much something else. I don't know. Yeah. I I really wish I could have been there to figure out how they messed that up. You should go. You need to start coming with us. And we got to go. We'll go to Jimmy B's on one time, and then we'll go to uh, me, Cozumel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll go there, too, because you and someone else told me to go there. So now I really have to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't have, like, a ton of money, but now I'm getting another job. So I will have plenty of money this summer to go drink. There you go. But I would say the Dirty Bong Water drink is my drink for the week. It was super good. Again, Jimmy B's has really good drinks. The Lemon Drop, maybe it was just different than what I've normally had. Maybe they're different, you know, one, and it was a little bit more strong compared to the Lemon Drops I've had with the flavor. Mm-hmm. But... Um, it was pretty good, though. Like, everything was pretty good. It was pretty cheap. I think um, I think for, like, honestly, like, at least six of my drinks and pizza, it was, like, 30 bucks. Wait, what? Yeah. What were they giving you? Bleach? <laughs> like, what, what were they pouring? Well, somebody did, remember, she did pay for one of the shots. Mm-hmm. But I think the shots were only, like, a few dollars. Really? Yeah, I think, like, three or four dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll definitely have to check it out. Maybe it wasn't six. Let's see. Maybe it was four drinks on my okay. on that bill. Because I had to pay two different bills. I paid at the end at the bar. So I think 
I think it was probably four shots then with the pizza. But that's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I don't know. I had the Long Island, too. Listen, lots of drinks. 30 bucks. So either they really liked me, okay, or it's decent price, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I've been there before, and I feel like it doesn't break the bank. Yeah. I mean, if I wouldn't have gone downtown, eight drinks, I'd be at like $100 right now. Oh, easy. Yeah. And I probably was out like 50 mm-hmm. you know, with the other bill. Maybe. Yeah, that's that. not bad. I've mm-hmm. been to Jimmy B's before, but I don't remember if I got a drink or not. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely have to go back and try Just go for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I don't like to, I don't really love going for dinner just because it gets so loud, especially if you go on a day, like with a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're going to like drink and just have fun and like let loose, like it's fun. And I really like the patio too, but it was a little too cold last night for the patio. Yeah. So, but the live music was fun too. Um, they had a band SMH, I think is what their band title is. Okay. And, um, they were, they were fun. They were an older, like, cover band, and they just did, like, a lot of, like, 1995 to 2000 songs. We got, um, what's that song? Like, the 8675309. Is that what was the title of it? I have no idea. You don't know that song? No, that sounds like a car ad or something. I know. <laughs> you know this song. I don't. What? Wow. Do it again? 87... Eight six seven five three zero nine eight six seven five three zero nine. Devin's jamming. I have no idea what this song is. I wonder if it's literally called that. Let me look it up. Eight six seven five three zero nine. I wonder whose number that is. Jenny, by Tommy. Two tone. Yeah, I've never heard it. You have. You you I've would know it. We're going to have to play it after the podcast. And then they would play songs like uh, Jesse's Girl and like yeah. things. So maybe, like, you know, like things from the 80s. And it was a lot of fun. Um, they played My Worst en- my I'm, what is it? My Worst Enemy. I'm My Own Worst Enemy. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Don't say you on that song either. Are you serious? I don't think I know that one. Wow. Who sings it? Um, it is by, I don't know. Hold on. Okay. Blink-182. Oh. Um, I'd have to listen to it. It's Maybe like, I it's know like, it. It's like where the guy's basically talking about how he got kicked out of his house and now he had to, like, climb in through the window and there was a cigarette still burning. Not ringing any bells. I can't remember how it goes. Um, it's one of those really good good songs. So I think you'll know both of those songs. Mm-hmm. You just need to listen to hear it again. Mm-hmm. But my own worst enemy is like I think I think that's the title. That is like one of my favorite songs. Okay. My own worst enemy. Yes, that's right. But um, they were playing these. So they were playing these uh, songs, and there weren't many people over by the band when I went over there. Sometimes the band is like crazy. Like they have so many people up there and like around. But it wasn't that busy when I was there. And we got to, like, dance, and they brought us on stage to take a picture at the end, and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. Though I was like, oh, do you want to be on my podcast, talking about my other podcast? And he goes, well, do you have a following? And I was like, well, I mean, not a big one yet, but we're growing. I went to his Instagram page today. I have more followers than he does. He had 65 followers. Oh. And you're trying to be like, well, do you, you, maybe if you have a following, you got 65 followers. Was that his personal page or the band's page? No, that's the band's page. I know. So I thought that was interesting. Did you try their Facebook? 
Now, I didn't look at their Facebook. They're, that's where all the followers are. Over oh, maybe. On Facebook, Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are an older band, so maybe they have more followers on Facebook. Oh, yeah. On Facebook it probably is because, Facebook. Because, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, but, no, it was a really fun time. So, if you're in the Beachmont area, hit out Jimmy B's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy B's is fun. I might end up working there. So, if I do, ask for Ashley as your server. That's right. <laughs> Then, you know, you can start another podcast. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have so you can, many. You can interview your patrons as you're serving to them. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll just be like, do you like movies? Have you seen this one? What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. And just, you know, record. Yep. Mm-hmm. That'll be the Ask Ashley segment. Yep. Mm-hmm. I told you, we need to start sitting outside the theater, like, once we watch a movie, and, like, just as people walk out, be like, hey, do you want to, like, talk about what your thoughts are? It was it was terrible, right? You know? Whatever. Like, the Pope's Exorcist, unfortunately, there was nobody there for me to talk to, but I could have been like, what a movie, am I right? You know? Move the mic over to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it'd be so fun. Or, like, reviewing drinks, going down to the banks one day, getting a few drinks, and just being like, oh, my gosh, like, I see you're at Fishbowl. What did you get? What is it good? What would you recommend? Like, people would be down. Yeah. Not everybody, but yeah, especially yeah. if they're drinking, you know? Mm-hmm. But that would be a fun segment to add. And, you know, maybe if we add subscriptions, those will be, like, extra things people can see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let the weather warm up just yeah. a tad, and I'm 100% down. Awesome. Or you can, uh, I was going to try to make, like, some real boozy koozies. Mm-hmm. Real boozy koozie. You know, and we could easily like sell those for a few dollars downtown too if people like wanted it. Mm-hmm. You know, as we get known throughout the Cincinnati area. So, I mean, they need something to keep their beer cold. That's right. You know, that's right. Uh, speaking of the Cincinnati area, I do want to mention a bar in the Northern Kentucky area. Okay. Which bar? So, I'm going to be talking about Boardroom in Newport. Have you been? Nope, never even heard of it. Oh my gosh. It's like this little hole-in-the-wall bar, mm-hmm. but it is the best vibe. Like, the energy in there is amazing. They have some pool in the back so you can play pool. They have, like, some pinball machines and this boxing game, you know, the little punching bag that you hit. Um, and then they also have karaoke on Saturdays, I believe. Mm. So I've been a few times now, and I have to shout out the Long Island Ice Tea. Mm-hmm. They make a great Long Island. It's so strong, but it tastes so good. It's not one of those drinks where, you know, you're just downing alcohol. Like, it still manages to balance a nice flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you take a couple of those, and then you start singing some karaoke. Best bar experience I've had in a long time. Wow. So, shout out to the boardroom. Is it, like, a dancing bar, or is it, like, sitting at your table bar? It's So, there are probably two tables in the entire bar oh so you're standing so you're standing <laughs> yeah but it's never crowded is the thing like it's not it's truly like a little hole in the wall like it's not one where there's a I thousand like that people you can't sit i'm well, a sitter i'm not a stander they i mean they do have some areas where you can sit like there's a little couch then they have like an outdoor seating area but when you're in the back where the pool table and all that is i think there's like one or two tables mm-hmm. okay I was going to say we should go somewhere, and I can't remember where I was thinking. But I will say Yellow Rose is very similar, where they have tables, but um, we go to that bar sometimes in Dayton. You haven't come with us yet to wine dance and also get drinks. 
But what's nice about Yellow Rose is what it reminded me of was you were talking about that boxing game was back there. They have that too. And play have pool tables too. Um, that reminded me of it. We didn't get to go this weekend, but we are going next weekend if you guys want to join us. When are you going? I'm supposed to go Saturday as long as I don't have a job that I'm working, you know, on that day. Oh. Saturday night. When do you find out if you're working for this um, upcoming Saturday? I don't know. I it's, guess. It's currently Sunday, I, by the way. So. I guess I guess that would be uh, Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. But I want, I want to be able to go out. So, you know, I'm probably going to be like, I just want to work like three days a week and weekdays and all day Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, just until summer. And then when I have open availability, I'll be like, can I work the morning of those days? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. If I'm at Jimmy B's, I might want a Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Saturday nights. Yeah. 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 One of them, you know, like one weekend day. But I want to be able to go out and hang on my friends and everything, too. So we got to balance it out a little bit. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. That's why last year was so awesome because I didn't have to work. But your girl needs some money. Yeah. At least until the podcast takes off and we get, you know, money for just being us. That's right. Wouldn't that be awesome? Just that'd money be, for being be great. us. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I'm still don't remember what Bar was going to talk about. I don't know. I don't know. I was going to, we were, I was going to say we should go to this bar and I just can't, it's not coming. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, You know how we had 16 bit in Cincinnati? Yes. And how they got rid of it? Well, it's still there. So the parent company, like, merged with it. So now it's pins. Well, I was going to say, um, my friend told me that they have an arcade bar in the same location now. But I tried to go to 16-bit, mm-hmm. and there it was literally not there. And this was a few years ago. Correct. And now there's something back. But I don't know if it's pins she was talking about, but she said that it was, like, a video arcade bar right around the same area. It's probably pins. Actually, you know what? I think she told me it was something else. I think she told me the title. I'm going to look. But I'm like, we should go and check it out. Did you ever go to 16-bit? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I went, um, oh, it's called Level 1. Oh, okay. Okay. Have you been there? No. Me either. But I was like, maybe that's a place to try, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called Level 1. So I don't know about pins or where it is, but she said it's like right near the same location. Yeah. Pins is like down the street. Like it's all right in that same area. Okay. But, um, she had said that and I was like, oh, cause, um, her boyfriend wanted to go to 16 bit and I'm like, that's not there anymore. Like I know cause I took a lift down there and it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I had gone only once and honestly, like I don't go for the games. I just go for the bar, but it wasn't great when I went to 16 bit. Mm-hmm. So hopefully level, it was all like older men, like all like 50, 60 year olds. And me and my friends are like in our like 21, 22 years, you know? And it was just not the vibe for us at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully level one is fun. But, like, I'm not a super big gamer, but just for something different, you know? Yeah. Might be something fun to do. Yeah, no, I'd be down to go. I love a good video arcade bar or just a gaming bar, you know? Pens, I'm not really a fan of because it's way too hot in there. Mm-hmm. Like, you walk into Pens and it's like they have the heat on or something. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculously hot. Well, I don't know. I'm... I'm Trying to think of some of my favorite bars too, like uh, Monks and Mount Adams, one of my okay. favorite bars. I haven't been there in years, but it's one of my favorites. It's cheap, super cheap, but it's small. Mm-hmm. So you are crowded with people like sardines, but it was just such a fun bar. It had a good vibe. 
It was super cheap, which was nice. And mm-hmm. it's right by Pavilion, which is not cheap. So you get drunk at Monk's and then walk over and get, like, one drink at Pavilion where it's more crowded and it's more, like, you know, a dancey vibe. Mm-hmm. But I love that bar, too. Love Fishbowl. I love Fishbowl. Yeah. I feel like we look for different things in bars. Yeah. Like what do you I, look for? For me, I look for quality drinks, affordability, and... Just a place where if you want to have a chill night, you can have a chill night. Like you're not walking into a hundred people up on the dance floor. So I don't go for chill nights. I know you don't. If I go for chill nights, it's like Jimmy B's right next to my apartment. If I'm I don't consider Jimmy B's a bar though. I think that's a restaurant. Well, if you but if you go when they're not serving food anymore, it's a bar. Uh, I don't. So it depends on when you go. A restaurant, yeah. But it depends on when you go. Like. I, we went and we had food and drinks, but then they started, you know, packing up the tables and it became more of like a live music bar event. And it wasn't that busy last night. I did make some friends, you know, I like to make friends. And, um, but like I've been to Jimmy's before and it's like, to me, it's a chill night cause it's not usually crazy, but like it's somewhere you can still socialize and I'm a social butterfly and I like to meet people. That's what I liked about downtown downtown all the girls are willing to talk to you and meet you and make friends and like i i just make friends at bars i just do and when covid hit and we weren't allowed to leave our tables it like ruined the bar experience for me now and now like we're finally like getting back to like a normal bar experience i feel like but like i would go to um yard house or no not your house the Jeff- uh, jefferson social mm-hmm. I, w- I would go to that bar it used to be crazy, you know, you'd, you'd, I'd meet all these people, dance with them, whatever. And then when I went during COVID, we literally couldn't leave our seats. And so it just kind of like changed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But now like we can actually go and socialize with people again. You know, we went to Brothers a few times. I would meet, I made a whole friend group at Brothers. My issue with meeting people though at the bars is I never seem to talk to them again. Like we never like mm-hmm. continue a friendship, mm-hmm. but we're always like super good we get each other's socials. We'll look at each other's stuff, maybe like it, but we never actually hang out again. And I have put effort into a few people who I thought, like, maybe I could actually be friends with. It doesn't get reciprocated very well. Mm-hmm. But um, I know people make friends from bars. You didn't you? Didn't you? And um, didn't you guys make friends from a bar? Um, No. So what we made, so we were in Vegas. Oh, that's right. And it was, I mean, not really a bar, but it was a bar tour. Mm-hmm. So we were on the bus and going to like three and different bars and we made there. friends there. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. It's just like, so I, there's something about like, I feel like a bar you could spend like six hours in and it feels like an hour went by. Mm-hmm. And part of it's the drinking, but the other part is just like meeting new people and getting into a con- I mean, have you ever met someone at a bar that you didn't know and had like a super deep conversation with them? No. Okay. Well I have, and it's a great experience. Like it just feels like you're being seen by some, you know what I mean? You're finally being seen by somebody that someone else has a good connection with you. It's like perfect. I don't know. It just be- When you say deep conversation though, like what are you talking Like about? deep topics. Like like heart to hearts. Oh no. I'm not having a heart to heart with someone at the bar. Well, you don't you don't start with that though, right? You start with light things and then you just start talking and you get like, "Oh, like that happened to me too." And then and then you you have this like comfortability with the person to be like oh like you know and you start talking about deeper things and mm-hmm. you're also drinking so at that point who knows what's gonna come out of your mouth but it's just this like interesting 
like connection, if you have like a good connection with a stranger, it feels like you're not strangers anymore and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's what I wish I could get on online dating, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Now, the connections I make are usually with um, people in a friendly manner, not like a dating or like hookup kind of thing. I never hooked up with somebody from a bar. It's not really my thing, but I do like to make friends and I can easily get into a friend circle. Mm-hmm. Like there have been many times where there's a group of girls and I figure out, it's like a strategic thing. I have to figure out which one. I don't want to say it's the weakest link, but which one would be the accepting one, you know? And you attack that one, and then they bring you into the circle. Yeah. Okay. It's, like, strategic, you know? But mm-hmm. it's not, like, for a mean way. It's to make friends. Yeah, that sounds like a very, like, aggressive, like, not, like, predatory way to make <laughs> friends. But, you know, it's it's interesting. Sometimes you have to be like that, Devin. Listen. Okay. Listen, it's just, you know, it's it's the fear of rejection. You don't want to mm-hmm. take someone who looks like a bitch because what if they say something mean, you know? Like, you got to figure out, you know, someone who looks nice, who looks open. When you go and tap on their shoulder and you're like, oh, my gosh, I love your earrings. Where were your earrings from? Or uh, is that drink good? What's the favorite drink here? And they're receptive. Then you're like, okay. Then I can keep talking, you know, I can keep talking to this person. If they're like, um, Amazon, I'm like, okay, this one's not interested. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and there are girls who like don't want to make friends or don't, you know, they don't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people seem to be really open. That's how I got me and my friends, friends at bars. Like I mm-hmm. used to be the one who would go out like in college. I would like find a group that I was like, cause we would all like, let's say there's three of us. Right. And we feel uncomfortable dancing at pavilion or something. Those are just three of us. I'd be like, let's just find a group of girls. Like, they will accept you. You just have to find what group wants to make friends. Mm -hmm. Or you go to the bathroom and you talk to the drunk girls there, best friends, immediately. Yeah. I don't don't know if guys have the same experience, you know? I don't think... uh, Really? Even when you're drunk? Yeah. We're not doing much talking in the bathroom. I think it's because you guys have urinals and not stalls as much. Like, you don't want to sit and have conversation... At the stall or at the urinal. We have the conversation in front of the mirror. I mean, we have mirrors too. Well, I know, it's, but I guess it makes sense. <laughs> we, we do have like running water um, <laughs> and paper towels or hand dryers. I don't know. The boys' bathroom's a little crazy. I've been in there a few times for like, I was at Thompson House. Mm-hmm. There was such a big line. They were like, just go in there. Like the work, I don't know if it was worker, but some guys were like, just go in there. And the boys' bathrooms are gross. Mm-hmm. They're worse than the girls usually. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't got paper towels at all, Devin. That's true. There. And you just got to do a little shake with your yeah. hands. Just mm-hmm. shake them dry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but I don't know. We just, I think girls spend more time in the bathroom too. So there's probably more girls in the bathroom. We talk to each other while we're in line, while we're fixing our makeup, washing our hands. If someone's wearing something cute, you always compliment. You got to start with a compliment. Oh my gosh, I love your hair. Oh my gosh, your shirt is so cute. Your earrings, your shoes, whatever. You always start with a compliment. And and I know because this has been happening to me too. I went to Yellow Rose bathroom a few weeks ago. I went to wash my hands. And this girl was like, oh my God, like you look so good today. And I was like, oh, like, thank you. You know, I've lost 85 pounds. And she was like, you, like, it looks great. She's like, the belt, the shirt, like, everything. Where'd you get that? And that's how we... Now, this was an older woman. I was not going to befriend her. But it was nice to talk to somebody. Not like... Well, because it just wasn't... It wasn't going to fit with our group, you know? 
Right. But she was very nice. Mm-hmm. I saw her and then I literally followed her out of the bathroom and she went and said like the same thing to the next person. Not the same thing, but she gave like a similar compliment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's trying to make friends and make mm-hmm. connections, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'm I... down to know people at Yellow Rose. Like when I go to Yellow Rose, if I see her again, I'd probably, if I remember what she looks like at that point, I'd be like, oh, hey, like I saw you again, you know? But mm-hmm. You, you want to, like, I feel like it's fun to have friends, not even friends, acquaintances or mm-hmm. people you may be seeing, like, at a place so you feel more comfortable there. Yeah. I, I don't randomly go up to people and say, like, oh, I love your shoes or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'd have to be very drunk to get there. I think I've done that probably once in my life. Um, but I do start talking to people if I notice that, we're in that place multiple times mm-hmm. like oh i saw you here last week week before you know um i have made friends that way but as far as just like walking up to people absolutely not well it's not like they're just sitting at a table and you just walk straight up to them no they're in the bathroom right trying to do their business well no it's not like i'm like knocking on the stalls like hey cars see here you know could you <laughs> Could you imagine knocking on the door and then mm-hmm. you just start like singing your phone number or something like call me eight six seven five three. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, but um, it's not like that. It's like usually it's when you come out. So you're washing your hands or you go into your makeup, like you know, fix something or you're looking at yourself or taking a picture. Or the other way is you go, can you get a picture of us? And you have them take a picture. I'm like, oh, cool, thank you. But I don't know if guys have the same experience. Not yeah. even I don't know. I know. Guys don't so, have the same experience. So how do you guys make friends? We make friends by being introduced to other people. Like, very rarely are we going to go out and, like, meet a new friend at a bar okay, or Okay, but like I that. feel like a lot of guys go to bars by themselves. You're telling me they don't sit at the bar top and talk to other guys there? I have never noticed anyone go to the bar by themselves. I feel, like, I feel like a lot of guys do. They'll go after work and they'll just, you know, go to a tiny bar and sit in there and get a drink. I think older guys do, but younger guys usually go with a friend group. Mm. And that's usually who they confine themselves to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's hard to make friends as an adult now. It is. Like, unless you're meeting them at work or through other friends, you know, or through people you're dating. But, like, it's really hard. Like, there's not a lot of places to meet them anymore because you're not... Like, most of us aren't in college anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you're not meeting them at college or school. <clears throat> Some of us don't have, you know, people we're friends with at work. Don't want to be friends with people we work with due to, like, work reasons. Or you may not just have similar people or ages. Like, for me, I work with high school students and really, like, people who are, like, older than me. Like, they're not necessarily old, but they're not my... We don't have common interests. Mm-hmm. They have kids, families... And their interests are very, very, very different than mine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, my high school kids are great to talk to, but, like, I'm not going to go out to them, you know, to a movie or something with them, right? So, it's like, how do you make friends? And there is Bumble for Friends, which I have met people on, honestly. Um, but then, like, when you go out, you know, depending on the situation, you're not going to make friends. I'm not going to make friends at the movies, right, with strangers, because you're not supposed to talk to anybody. But if you're at a bar, it's a social situation, so it's easier to you know, all you're doing is literally drinking. So it's easy to pull up a conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's why I talk to people at bars because where am I going to meet friends at? Mm-hmm. 
you know? Yeah, I, I think it works. I think I've been it works telling for you, you for years to introduce me to people, and here you are, Devin, <laughs> not introducing me. No, I and like I said, I, I think it works. Um, I think it works more for women than for mm-hmm. men, because I, like I said, men, we do not have that experience. Like mm-hmm. that, you, it, it's very rare to see a guy walk up to another guy, give them a compliment, and then a friendship blossom from that. I actually walked up to a guy. I walked up to two guys yesterday. To be you did. Yeah, I did. But if you were a guy and did that, it, it would not work mm-hmm. out the same way. Well, so actually I was talking to these two girls and then I noticed they were sitting with this guy. And so at the end of the night, I went over to him and I was like, oh, hey, something. Because he took our picture of us or somebody earlier. I don't know. And I was like, are those your friends? He's like, no. He's like, I just met them tonight. And he was like, they, he was really upset though, because they said he looked like a Brad and he's an Elliot. So it was, you know, he's like, I'm not a Brad. Like he was, he was really offended by Mm -hmm. it because Brad and Chad's, you know, while they could be fine people, that name has a negative association with it. So Mm -hmm. he was like, I'm not a Brad, you know? And I get it. I get, I get that heartbreak for him. But so I guess they just like sat with him. I don't know if he was with anybody else there or not, but I talked to him and then one of the security um, guys, I actually realized I knew from high school. So I mm-hmm. called him over and I was talking to him about a little bit of stuff. Um, but I usually don't talk to guys. I usually just talk to girls. I just think it's less intimidating. It's easier. I don't want guys to think I'm trying to hit on them and then be like weird or mean or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I usually just stick to girls, but sometimes by who they're near, I'll talk to guys too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Any I, gender, really, doesn't matter. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nobody's saying. I want you... friends with every gender. You know. Right. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's thinking that you discriminate in men. your friend group, right? <laughs> like you're not friends with any any men. You know? Right. Not even you. Right. Right. We're just strictly acquaintances. <laughs> we are just for co-hosts. this podcast. <laughs> yep. No. Um. But yeah, I I definitely think that women are able to do that. Um, you know, just go up and talk to people at the bar and stuff. And there's not that stigma um, associated with it like there would be if a man were to do that. Because, mm-hmm. like, if a guy were to just start walking up to random women and introducing themselves, what's the first thing they're going to think? He's sitting on me. Exactly. So it, it's a little different mm-hmm. as a male. Mm-hmm. But guys still do that if they are hitting on girls. Well, yeah, but at that point, they're not trying to make friends. Like, That's true. Well, yeah. Friends with benefits. Friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. Right? But, yeah, that was that was our drinks. Yeah. So, what movie are we talking about next week? That's a good question. Um, I think we talked about doing something on streaming, we right? We did. We did. And there's a few. We still didn't talk about Fresh yet, which is on Hulu. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would be an interesting one to talk about. There is a movie that I have not seen yet, and it's in my Netflix queue. I'd have to go give you the um, name later. Okay. But it's like, I think it's called Level 16 or 16 Levels. But it's ba- it looks like it's about um, these girls who, as they grow up in this facility. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you saw it already? Mm-hmm. Okay. I've seen that one because I wanted to see it where they have to be perfect or clean or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's in my queue. Those are the two that I um, was thinking about. And then this is a TV show, but have you seen Devil in Ohio? 
Uh, I haven't seen it, but it's I... It's like a cult yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with it, but I haven't watched it. I just watched all of it, and it was so, like, well, it'd be a fun one to talk about. Let's okay. See. So, I don't know if you want to, like, binge a series, but that might be a good one at some point to talk about, too, because mm-hmm. that was an interesting one, and it's weird from Ohio, so I feel like we should talk about it. Mm, okay. So, those are my three suggestions. Did you have anything you were thinking of? I mean, I would probably say, like, Murder Mystery 2, um, maybe Glass Onion. Glass Onion was good. What's Glass Onion? Did you watch, what was the name of the movie? Oh, my gosh. Knives Out. No. You didn't see Knives Out when it came out? Oh, my gosh. Ashley. It's such a good movie. It's like a murder mystery. Okay. Um, with Daniel Craig. Wait, no, I think I saw it with you. Is that where, um, they, like, are on a boat traveling? They, and there's a murder on the boat. They are on a boat. There's a murder on the island. And the boat, right? No, you're thinking of death on not the Nile. Nile. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, this is better. Oh, okay. But um It's like a part two of that. It's a part two of Knives Out. Yeah. But they're not related. The only constant is the detective. Oh, okay. Um, but those would be my two. Okay, well. I don't want to do like six, so we'll have to narrow it down, but it'll be mm-hmm. one of those or a few of those. Right. Well, all right. I Until. Feel like, I feel like this was a good one. I'm proud of us. Yes. Yeah. I feel like the followers are going to be intrigued. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll drop a bonus episode next week. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we'll How record. Much time we have. I know. <laughs> maybe we'll record. You know, two or three this Friday and drop two or three next week. Who maybe knows? We'll Who make, can say? You know what? Don't forget to follow our socials, though. Specifically, Instagram at Real Boozy. Mm-hmm. I did make a Facebook page, but I haven't updated that one yet. And follow our like, go into our link tree where we have all of our information because we are going to start putting up some fun videos and content for you. And we, you know, we we're talking about that pitch to me. Um, you know, segment and like we might have snippets of that and that might be episodes we drop or we can do video podcasts on there too. So who knows? Uh, it's really unlimited, you know, it's limitless. On what we right. Can do. Yeah. And to that point, you know, if you're able um, and if you enjoy what we do and you want to keep listening to the podcast, um, you do also have the option to donate to the podcast, which helps us continue producing this content. And yeah. You know, it, our AMC passes. Our AM, <laughs> right. You know, it helps with, with just the cost associated with hosting this podcast. So if you're able and willing, um, the information is in the link of the podcast um, on Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you like to listen. And you can also, um, on our social media and stuff, you can also comment some movie ideas under any of the posts if you are interested in a specific movie coming out that we can add to our list. Absolutely. Okay. Well... Until Until then. Until next time. It's it's been been Real Boozy. Boozy.